0: If you enjoy these podcasts, check out Enrico Signoretti's reports and blogs on gigaohm.com. They're about data storage and cloud computing, addressing all the topics covered in Voices in Data Storage.
1: Welcome, everybody. This is Voices in Data Storage, brought to you by Giga. I'm your host, Enrico Signoretti, and my guest for this episode is Jason Collier. He is co-founder and as he wrote on his LinkedIn profile, Swiss Harmic Knife at Scale Computing. I hope that uh, he will uh, have the chance to explain me what does it mean. So, I Jason, how are you today? I'm doing very good, Enrico. How are you today? <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you very much for uh, being with me today. So, Swiss Harmic Knife, right? Yep. What uh, does it mean? So,
0: I... It started out, uh, I've had that on my profile for quite some time because I, I do a, varied, uh, a very broad um, uh, a group of things uh, within the organization throughout uh, uh, my career. You know, everything from, you know, things focusing on the business side to the technical side to, um, you know, and I used to, my my title, I actually used to be the CTO of scale computing and I determined that that job uh, uh, was, uh, was too difficult. So I gave that, uh, there was too much work in it, right? It wasn't difficult, it was just <laughs> too much actual work. Uh, uh, so I gave that over to my chief architect, uh, Phil White, and uh, he's our CTO. And uh, yeah, I just I just go with uh, usually, uh, you know, I, I randomly change my title to whatever it fits. So um, I, I wanted Collier as a title just because, you know, hey, that's what everybody calls me within the organization. I do a little bit of everything.
1: <laughs> Very nice. So uh, scale computing is a successful startup in the hyperconverged space. The, you started... Uh, a long time ago with uh, a scale-out storage at the beginning, and uh, which then evolved in what is now a solution that brings together storage and compute. Okay, hyper-convergence. Unlike the vast majority of uh, uh, the competitors in this space, uh, this solution is not based uh, on VMware nor Hyper-V, but scale-computer controls uh, all the software stack end-to-end. This solution is focused on SME, and, um, and with the raising of edge computing, probably also the range of use cases is expanding. Did I miss uh, something here?
0: Uh, no i mean that's really so so kind of our foundation one of the things uh you know it's it's funny because you know we kind of still call ourselves a startup right but we have been around for a decade now so i guess we're actually an established company funny how that works right um so you know like i said we've been in the business for 10 years we started in the scale out storage but what it was our whole plan the entire time hence why is a storage company named scale computing uh our our whole goal was to get to what this this you know word that was you know actually we were involved in the inventing of it hyperconvergence right where but the fundamental piece the the, the foundational component was for us to actually build a good scale out storage platform for the uh, basically kind of the uh, servers and virtualization stack to run on top of. So in our original business plan, um, we had that uh, that happening where we were going to integrate the hypervisor stack about six months uh, after. Well, it ended up being about four or five years after uh, <laughs> I think we founded the company uh, that that we finally got to that point of hyper convergence, which I think was good because that was a pretty dramatic step. From where things were currently running in the, you know, you think of kind of the 3 two, one model of, of the way compute has been done, where there's a, you know, you've got servers that are running, you know, say VMware or Hyper-V that connect down into some type of shared storage, a SAN, so that you can get those high availability features. And, you know, our fundamental shift was, well, why not make, you know, distribute the storage across everything, um, you know, get that, that, that storage component really nailed down, and then run that virtualization stack, you know, directly on top of that as well. Well, then you can use these commodity resources, you know, to kind of pull that off. And our underlying hypervisor that we use is actually KVM. Um, but the thing is, you don't have to be a KVM expert to use it. I mean, really, one of our core design principles has always been simplicity. And in doing that, um, basically, by the elimination of the sand and the fact that it's running on top of, you know, basically these commodity, you know, x86 appliances that we sell, it then, you know, becomes an exceptionally simple uh, uh concept to basically go in, deploy it. And then we also stack a user interface on top of it. That is simple enough that, uh, you know, we actually had one of our systems engineers go home one night, took his iPhone, recorded a video, put it up on YouTube of his daughter implementing a, you know, a, a windows 2012 server. Um, the funny thing was she did that, took her about 45 seconds uh, to do on top of the scale platform, but she was four years old and uh, he paid her in chocolate chips. Right. So, so it's one of those things where she didn't have to go to weeks and weeks of VMware training to learn how to use the system. So we design it for simplicity so that you don't have to think about the infrastructure. You let the infrastructure itself, you know, kind of uh, uh, worry about those infrastructure components.
1: On one hand, you have a uh, simplicity. So ease of use is uh, one of the most interesting benefits. I also think that uh, support uh, can be a- another benefit in this case because... Um, you control everything, okay? So if something happens, you have control of the hypervisor.
0: We are the one back to pat and one throat to choke in in a support scenario. So you know something goes wrong with the infrastructure, you call up our support, which our support is amazing. Um, you know we've got basically twenty four by seven by three sixty five uh, tech support. You got you can call us up. Plus we also have implementations within the the uh, the stack itself, where where if something goes wrong, it can enable a you can enable a support tunnel that gets to our support team. So you can literally have people working on a problem in a matter of seconds versus a matter of hours to get a tech on site. Plus the system itself, a lot of where our patented technology is, is around not only that storage piece, but also the, the, the orchestration stack. Um, and we have done a lot with the way that we do, uh, Kind of collectors that feed into a check value system that feed into this uh, uh, condition engine, much like, uh, you know, when the check engine light pops on on the car, uh, you know, what, what we've got the capability of doing is going in and not only, you know, reporting on these errors, but also taking very complex situations and fixing them to create this self-healing, you know, style of, of environment and uh so we've got i think we got 27 patents or something wrapped up around just the way that we do that whole collection and 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 uh, you know kind of condition checking and then feed that into state machines that actually take care of you know managing the the complexity of you know a scale out distributed system
1: does uh, all these uh, you know benefits also reflect in the licensing model meaning i want to buy a box or a number of virtual machine and you give me what's what's necessary
0: yeah And yeah, everything is, is included. So it's basically all the hardware, all the, all the software and your premium tech support is included and bundled in, uh, you know, kind of right from the start. So you've got a single support model and a single, um, and we also do not do, uh, a la carte licensing. I won't mention the name, but I was, I had a number of storage products, uh, uh in the past when I was running basically, you know, kind of VP of operations, uh, for a couple of, uh, other organizations and, and basically in the IT field. But, you know, every little thing that you needed on the storage, so, oh, you want SMB? Well, guess what? That's an extra licensing fee. Oh, you want this? Well, that's an extra licensing fee. You want to connect that to this? Oh, that's an extra licensing fee. And we kind of are vehemently opposed to that whole, uh, you know, license every feature. So everything that we've got, not only everything that we've got, but everything we're coming out with, is included and bundled in. One of the interesting things that we're going to uh, have integrated into the solution uh, here over the next uh, the next few months is the ability to you know even have you know a, a level of file level restore. That's actually built in. So if you have, you know, relatively simplistic backup needs, you can have a basically a a backup system where you can go down and to to do file level restore. And guess what? That costs our customers nothing extra.
1: So at the beginning, we also uh, talked about the fact that uh, you know SMB is your primary market, so small medium enterprises in general. But actually, with edge computing, you are discovering new scenarios where the, this solution uh, is a good fit, right? Oh,
0: yeah, it's a phenomenal fit. And and the funny thing is, you know, Edge, this whole the concept of Edge Compute has, has come out. And you've got a lot of companies talking about, you know, the future of Edge computing. And the reality is, this is what we've been developing the entire time. So while everybody else is out there talking about the future of Edge computing, we're the ones building it and have been for quite some time. And some of those really good use cases for Edge, an example of this, we have a... Uh, A large, uh, uh, you know, retail chain uh, that's based out of Belgium. They have a total of 8000 stores, Uh, you know, and what they're running is that we've got this effectively micro data center. That we are implementing in all eight thousand of those stores. So when you look at the individual requirement, it's very much kind of like an SMB SME requirement for those individual stores. And that whole simplicity—that like they don't have IT staff at you know every retail location, right? And when you you know what we've got is this data center in a box where you effectively roll it in, and we've got some even newer things um, and. I'll get kind of this in a second when talking about efficiency of the stack. But when you need to go in and deploy something, I mean, you can have literally a, you know, a grocery store manager, like turn, basically put it in, plug it in, turn it on. And, you know, it effectively boots up. It's part of the environment. So you don't have to have anybody with any IT training go in and do this uh, you know, kind of field implementation of these systems. And that is an exceptionally good You know, kind of scenario where where this edge compute. When you think about it, it's no different than that SMB and SME style Mm -hmm. of deployment. It's just the fact that there's a lot of them, and we've also built the uh, kind of that integrated construct that helps you manage that many locations. So, you know, from that edge perspective, we've got the capability of you know I think we can manage up to like nine thousand individual locations with the current um, setup that we've got, all from a single pane of glass.
1: Ah, this is interesting. So, from the central idea. Organization, you can have a view of all these locations, the the machines that are running, virtual machines that are running there, and application, and so on. And you can access the system remotely if you need it. Yes, and and we also
0: have our, our built-in uh, basically snapshotting and replication, so they can take you know, say their point of sale system or their inventory control system can be snapshot and replicated up to corporate.
1: So, so you get this idea of getting disaster recovery for a single. Uh, location uh, up to the uh, data center. Yep. And you could also
0: have those replicated to other clusters in the region, right? So if, if there was say another, you know, say a grocery store that's, you know, like, like, you know, 20 miles away, you could have certain contexts of, um you know, like say inventory control. Let's say they're going to, you know, there's inventory that's salvageable and they could like move it over to another store where they could have that inventory system also replicated to something that's actually closer, right? So there's a lot of different use cases for it. And, you know, a lot of the technologies that we have built in have become pretty attractive for those kind of edge style uh, those edge style deployments.
1: I understand. And uh, y- your model is always to sell uh, uh, the appliance, right? You don't sell the software and the customer buys the, um, the hardware. Well that's kind
0: of a, that's kind of a situation where that's changing a bit. Um, and, and I would say that's changing in, um, you know, one of the, one of the areas in which that's changing is with some of the, the partnerships that we have developed. Uh, example of this is, you know, we got a partnership, uh, with Lenovo specifically around, uh, doing this edge compute, doing this, uh, deployment. In fact, that grocery store chain that I'm talking about, that was actually a joint deal that we did with Lenovo. Now, the reality is there is nothing about our hardware that is a, um, That is special, right? It is, it is, in fact, it is as commodity as it can possibly get to the point where, like that storage stack, we expect, we explicitly built it so that you didn't have to have an expensive RAID card to get, you know, RAID level redundancies uh, within it. So, so we defined that, we basically built that software defined storage layer because we wanted to make those x86 boxes as commodity as we possibly could, as low cost as we possibly could. And, all of our intelligence is built into the software. So are, is scale computing a software company? Yes, we are. I mean, that's what we do. And we deliver it in an appliance model to for that simplicity uh, component. So, um, you know, the real reason why we always delivered as an appliance was to basically give almost that iPhone level of experience, right? Where you pull it out of the box. It's not like you pull an iPhone out of the box and then you get an SD card and you snap it in and you got to install the OS, you know, and things like that. So... Our deployment model with, uh, you know, being appliance focused was always appliance focused simply to make it to give the customer that that great experience. Now, that said, when you start getting into things and another area where we've had really good success is things like like managed service providers. And we are getting to the point where, you know, say, say like a managed service provider has a bunch of end customers, they want to sell single node scale systems out to them, and then they can be the disaster recovery point for it. That's when we get into looking at, yes, we can basically take and we modify our stack to basically run on other commoditized uh, uh, hardware platforms. So... We are a software company and we are getting to a point within specific markets where we are selling it as software. But this is one of those things where if, you know, a, you know, a, a, an SMB comes up to us and say, Hey, I got, you know, I got a couple super micro servers here. I got a couple HP servers. Can I run those, run it on that? You know, the answer is no. Uh, And one of the reasons is what we find is, you know, and I'm sure you've been through this so many times too in your career, Enrico, uh, in that, you know, Oh well, you know, some bug could be caused by cause the, you know, the the drive firmware doesn't yeah. match up or there's some bug with this firmware in the raid card that then has a, you know, a driver issue in the operating system and in going in and controlling the hardware as tightly as possible causes so many fewer support cases to actually happen. And, you know, kind of going back to that support, that's one of the reasons why, I mean, our NPS net promoter score uh, has consistently been, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I think the latest quarter that we measured our net promoter score is 92, which is exceptionally high, uh, especially in the, in the IT field. And that's one of the advantages. I think in general, you'll see most hyperconverged companies in general do have very high net promoter scores because, Like you said, you know what we said before. You know, it's the one back to pat and the one throat to choke.
1: And um, do you sell the these appliances directly, or do you have a channel?
0: No, we sell. We're a hundred percent channel. So we sell through a two tier distribution model, and depending on you know the country uh, within that you're in. We have, uh, we have distributors pretty much across, uh, you know, Europe, Africa, and honestly, the Lenovo relationship has really expanded that as well. So in going through and selling these edge deployments, I mean, we've, we've been doing very well, uh, you know, on, on the the African continent and Lenovo, you know, is effectively acting as the hardware support partner on that. We've also done very good with Lenovo, uh, in, in Europe uh, you know, in general. So we've been, you know, that's been a very good partnership. We just announced it, but you know, the reality is we've been doing a lot of field work with them and, and, you know, also utilizing their channel, uh, to, to help, uh, you know, kind of, you know, scale expand on a, on a global basis, but yeah, we're a hundred percent channel. We do not sell, we do not sell anything direct.
1: So maybe this is a, a good, uh, segue, uh, because I wanted to, to ask you about, uh, an update of the company from the, you know, a growth point of view and uh, and oh,
0: yeah. So, we uh, the company has been uh growing very well. Um, we are uh, we are uh, recently received a, a 35 million dollar round uh, of funding with uh, with a variety of investors uh, involved in that, including you know, multiple uh, strategic partners um and that you know for us kind of segues into you know it's kind of the next you know growth stage uh for scale so we're really going through and expanding the product is is exceptionally solid now we're going to continue to invest in r d but we're really working on uh, you know expanding out the sales and marketing channels uh that we have got with this uh with this additional kind of uh a tranche of funding the good news is this tranche of funding uh, is going to put us into something that's pretty unique uh, within the uh, industry. It's pretty unique within you know the tech uh, industry, but very unique within the kind of any type of storage or hyperconverged uh, industry. Is this uh, this round will take us into a state where we can say we are a profitable company. So this will take us to profitability, and um, that that's one of the things that I uh, think you know. Uh, Jeff, uh, our, our CEO, he and I have been you know you kind of passionate, uh, you know, as long as Scott, the Scott Lofmiller, who's our VP of engineering, but you know, the three of us kind of as, as the founders, um, one of the things that we want to do is to create a actually a longstanding, you know, company within the industry. And I think this is going to put us in a position um, that it's going to position us very well uh, to actually become, you know, a company that kind of can stand on its own legs with basically the sales that that have been ramping. And, you know, with that, I mean, we've got we've our, our customer base has expanded. I think we're about thirty five hundred customers uh, at this point, and we've been, you know, experiencing fantastic growth. Uh, just kind of, kind of the quarter over quarter, and and what this uh, additional round of funding is going to do is going to help us, you know, kind of grow even more. And then, you know, we've already talked about that that partnership with Lenovo. That helps us, you know, like I said, expand the channel and get into territories that we traditionally, you know, it would be difficult for us given the size of the company. Um, now, even given the size of the company, I mean, we're a relatively. We're a relatively small company compared to the number of customers we got. I say 3,500 customers, um, you know, but we're basically we're not even 150 employees yet. But that said, we're we're pretty much on a I don't want say a hiring binge, but, but that's kind of what it is. And it's really for for scaling out those support, uh, the support operations of of basically expansion. Um, but yeah, it 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 has been uh, the the growth has been phenomenal. Um, but we also have been trying to do growth in an intelligent way, right? Not just you know pumping a bunch of money and you know hiring a bunch of people everywhere and you know growing it that way. We, we're trying to be you know uh, intelligent about the way that we are uh, you know kind of expanding the uh, you know expanding the base.
1: That's great. So, and how can we um, continue to the discussion? I know that you are pretty active on social media, for example. So, can you share your Twitter handle or the company's?
0: Yeah. So, the, the company's Twitter handle is uh, basically uh, Scale Computing at Scale Computing. And mine is, uh, everybody always asks where this came from. And, uh, I think I've always uh, told people, I'm just like, well, you know, like we'll have to have a long conver- long private conversation for, for me to actually reveal it. But my, uh, uh, my, my private Twitter handle that, that I tweet from is, uh, at, uh, Bocanuts like B O C A N U T S. So,
1: <laughs> okay. We'll ask you later. <laughs> and um, very good dan and uh, last but not least is it possible to try the the product is there a demo
0: absolutely you can and you can go to our website which is uh, scalecomputing.com and uh, you can go on there and you can directly from there there's we've got a live chat feature uh, on there and there's also basically a request a demo uh, button right on there so you can uh, go in request a demo and you know we'll have our our team get
1: back with you okay Jason, I think we covered uh, a little bit of everything today. And uh, thank you again for, uh, for your time uh, here at Voices in uh, Data Storage. And um, bye-bye. Thanks so much, Enrico. Good talking to you.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of Voices in Data Storage, please check out the other ones. They're available wherever you find your podcast of choice. Two-Tier Storage Strategy is the focus of an upcoming report Enrico wrote for GigaOm Research. To find out more about how data storage is evolving in the cloud era, download the single report or subscribe to GigaOm Research for future-forward advice on data-driven technologies, operations, and business strategies.